0: Hello, this is Russell Moore, and you're listening to Signposts. I've been really down over the past couple of weeks because um, we've had uh, another—well, actually, several uh, incidents that I've uh, heard about in recent days of uh, moral failings in uh, ministry. And and uh, someone sent me an email and said, when you think about all of these high-profile people and not so high-profile people who have fallen in ministry how do we protect ourselves from that? And I think that's a good question. I wrote a piece on my blog about the way that sometimes people tend to feel betrayed when they hear of someone who's meant a lot to them in ministry, who's had a moral failing. And I argued in that piece that that behind that is a kind of low view sometimes of human sin. We're surprised when people fall because we don't know uh, just how vulnerable we all are. And, and someone sent me an email and said, "What what sort of practical steps would you would you say we should take to protect ourselves from from moral failing?" And I think that's a good question. I think there can be a a way that we approach a question like that in in inappropriate ways, where we, we believe somehow that we have a, a foolproof way of protecting ourselves from moral failure, and we don't. But what I do think we can recognize is when we see some situations with all the all the wreckage that, that, that takes place after, um, usually in most of these cases, it's sexual sin, some form of violation of, of uh, marriage uh, vows. So what, what do we do? And there, here are just a few things that that I think are important. One of those things is to look for certain beginning warning signs in your own life of when you're in a vulnerable place. And uh, for me, uh, one of the the main uh, things that I try to notice is prayerlessness. And so, if I find myself going for a long period of time where it's very difficult for me to to pray. And I have a dry uh, time when it comes to prayer. Then I know that I'm in a in a more vulnerable place. Even if even if there's not uh, anything of temptation going on in my life, I know that I'm not as strong as where I would be, and that there's a reason why I'm having this time of of difficulty with prayer. And and sometimes that's because I'm uh, in a in a place where I'm not. As submissive to the will of the Lord as I ought to be. Uh, sometimes it's because I'm in a place of, of being stressed and kind of frazzled, and that also puts us in a in a place of vulnerability. And so, just watching that and and saying, "Am I at the beginning stages of being in trouble here?" I think that's important. Uh, another thing I think is important is having long term friendships in your life of people who are able to pay attention to things that are going on with you and who have the ability to call you out early on. I'm not just talking about the people who when you get into a a really morally ruinous situation, but the people can come in and say, you know what, I think you're I think that you're working too hard right now, or I think that you're traveling too much right now, or I think that your temper uh, is is flaring right now, or whatever it is that's going on with you, having those people who've been around long enough that it's not going to break the friendship or break the relationship uh, for them to come in and, and, and speak to you about something going on in your life. I think that's that's important. And then the other thing is if you're married, to make sure that in your marriage— you have the ability to talk about points of temptation and vulnerability without the the other spouse becoming threatened or offended by that. One of the things that I typically do in premarital counseling that freaks couples out when I bring them in, and and uh, they're of course they're they're getting married, so they're. They're very um, rose-colored glasses about each other. They're very excited and and thrilled, and they're they're typically just seeing the good uh, about the other person, is I'll have them write down, if I were going to cheat on you, here's how I would do it. And the reason I do that is I want to get them into the experience where they're having, first of all, tough conversations when things are good because uh, one of the things that, that typically happens in marriage is we don't want to mess up. We don't want to ruin uh, our, our good times together when things are going well and we're having a, a, a nice dinner together. You don't want to talk about problems that you have. We want to do that when, uh, when we're arguing uh, or when we're having some sort of a disagreement. But really, the time to work on those Points of, of weakness or vulnerabilities when things are good. That's when you can you can say here's how I hear you when you say this to me or or here's what's here's what I think is going on in our marriage that I think we now ought to we ought to work on and and, and and fix. But then secondly, because I really want them to understand and know that that they're vulnerable. That that every person is going to be tempted toward um, a violation of, of marriage vows there's no marriage that is uh, invulnerable from that I want them to to know that and then to get into at least the practice of being able to talk about that with one another so that if you have uh, if you're able to at the beginning of a move toward temptation to say to your wife or to your husband I find myself, in a vulnerable place right now, that can do a couple things. I mean, first of all, it can break the mystery that a lot of that temptation feeds on, and the hiddenness that it feeds on. I had a, a friend who was a pastor who talked about how he was in a situation where, as he was preaching, he would notice if a particular woman was was there that Sunday or if she wasn't there. That's all. There wasn't any flirting. There wasn't any um, fantasizing about her. Anything like that. He just noticed that he was noticing her, and so he said that to his wife. And his wife wasn't threatened. She didn't. She didn't see this as a repudiation of her. She saw it as him being accountable to her and, and asking her to to fight with him and to and to struggle with him early on in this place of temptation. And one of the things that he said was. Just disclosing that broke the power that that ordinarily would have had if he had kept it secret and and, and kept it, it hidden and so when you when you find yourself in those early points of temptation, if you've trained your yourself in your marriage to be able to come and say here's here's where I think that we have this point of of uh, of threat can we work together. I mean, when you think about what 1 Corinthians 7 talks about with the husband does not have authority over his own body, but his wife does, and the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. They're one flesh, and that's in the context of spiritual warfare so that you will not fall victim to Satan, uh, Paul says, in terms of the the sexual relationship within the marriage. Both of you have to be operating and working together uh, for this, and so being able to, to talk with one another and to disclose that can go a long way in, uh, in protecting you from these things. And then finding places where you have a lack of accountability. And so uh, for some people, that's going to be in terms of uh, relationships. For other people, that might be in terms of, um, of, of internet For other people, it might be uh, in terms of isolation and and loneliness. Or for other people, it can be from a a complete lack of having any uh, time for solitude and for aloneness. Well, where are your points of a lack of accountability and and vulnerability and meeting with wiser people who can teach you how how to put those structures in your life? to make sure that you don't uh, that you don't become victim. And then when you look at at least what I've found is that when you look at these sad situations and they they happen with such regularity when you look at these sad situations and you you see them there ought to be a sense of warning and by that I don't mean that you start to see the people who have fallen as cautionary tales but in one sense you do, because you realize I'm not in any superior situation. This could happen to me. And use those moments as times of reflection to say, okay, where am I on this this path of temptation? And how do I see that and how do I identify that in my own life? And if you don't know, if you, if you don't see where you are being tempted and pulled in in some direction or other some issue or other that's a bad sign and not a good one it's not a good sign that you're facing and struggling against temptation that's not a sign that, that something's bad that you're you're facing and struggling that that's common to man what ought to be a warning sign to you is if you don't know any areas of struggle and temptation in your own life and if that's the case that ought to be a real warning because it means that you're flying blind or, or it means that you're actually yielding to temptation in whatever it is that Satan uh, wants to destroy you with, whether it's sexual immorality, whether it's uh, financial uh, immorality, love of money, whether it's, uh, whether it's any number of things. If you don't know what it is that you're struggling against, it might be because you're not struggling at all. And so those are some of the things that, that, that I've learned. It's not exhaustive but I think having that time where you're constantly reminded and praying about your temptations now and your future temptations. I mean, think of what Jesus taught us to do. When he taught us to pray, he taught us to say, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. That's before you find yourself in a place of vulnerability. So start praying now and asking those around you to pray now for the strength and the power to overcome particular temptations when you face them, even if you're not yet facing them right now. And then don't do this alone. Let's fight together. Let's bear one another's burdens. This is spiritual warfare after all.